Hey, let's talk about economics, or rather, herconomics. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Herconomics. My name is Kat Hercules, and I am your host. With all of the crazy things going on in the world, let's take some time to look at the market. This week, I'll be reading an article from the Wall Street Journal, then explaining it so anyone can understand what's going on. Welcome to Wall Street Wednesday. Let's get into it. The article I will be analyzing today is called Stocks Rise, Oil Drops, As Investors Eye Ukraine and Russia. It was written by Will Horner and was uploaded on February 15th. The influence war and global conflict has on the economy will be shown in this article, and I hope I can help build that bridge between politics and economics. First, let me explain what stock indexes are. A stock or market index tracks a set of stocks, also known as shares of a company. A market index holds a number of stocks and tracks how they move throughout time, as well as tracks how the market is performing. There are three major market indexes to know about. The first is the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which is just called the Dow. The Dow consists of 30 blue-chip stocks. Blue-chip stocks are well-known companies that have had long-term success. These companies are leaders in their sector and are pretty large. Blue-chip stocks that you might know are Apple or McDonald's, and those are included in the Dow. The Dow actively changes the makeup of its index and will switch out the 30 blue-chip stocks for other blue-chip stocks as performance changes. The next is NASDAQ. The NASDAQ is composed of two market indexes, the NASDAQ Composite and the NASDAQ 100. The NASDAQ Composite is composed of more than 3,000 stocks, and the NASDAQ 100 is made up of 100 non-financial stocks, including Starbucks and Netflix. The last market index you should know about is the S&P 500. This index includes 500 large American companies, including companies that are listed in the Dow. The S&P 500 is the most well-rounded look at how the market is performing, since it represents around 70% of the value of all U.S. public companies. This market index changes much more frequently than the Dow does. Now that you know about the three major stock indexes, let's talk about the article. After three straight days of losses in all three indexes, meaning that stock prices were down, they all rose at the open of the stock market on February 15th. In case you were wondering, the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ stock market, not to be confused with the NASDAQ composite and 100, those are separate, those are open Monday through Friday from 9.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Although the NASDAQ composite rose by 1.6%, the S&P 500 rose by 1.2%, and the Dow rose by 1%, yields on U.S. 10-year Treasury notes rose from 1.995% to 2.043%. Right now, you might be thinking, what is a Treasury note and why does the yield matter? A Treasury note is a debt security. In simple terms, think of a treasury note as a loan agreement between the government and the buyer. Someone like you or me could buy a treasury note, which would be us giving the government a loan. Every six months, the government would pay us interests until maturity, which is when you would receive the money that you loaned the government back. Instead of keeping the note until maturity, however, you can sell the note on the market before the maturity date. Just like stocks, bond prices and yields change daily. The yield shows the return you get on the bond or note. When the price of the bond changes, the yield changes in the opposite direction. The lower the price of the bond, the higher the yield, and the higher the price of the bond, the lower the yield. 
So let's bring that back to the current yield on a 10-year treasury note. As I mentioned, the yield rose from 1.995% to 2.043%. This means that the price of the note has gone down. And if you were to sell it on the market today, you would be selling it under face value, also called at a discount. And if you were to sell the bond when the yield is low and the price is high, you would sell it above face value and at a premium. Ever since the chance of war between Russia and Ukraine has become more eminent, investors have been troubled by the impact of conflict or sanctions could have on Russia's economy. Investors followed headlines, but experts have warned that investors must be cautious when it comes to news about possible war. After Russia announced on Tuesday that some troops on Ukraine's border were returning to base after training, oil, pro- pri- oil prices dropped and stock indexes rose. Russia is a major supplier of oil, wheat, and metals such as nickel, and Ukraine is a key route for Europe's natural gas supplies. If conflict pushes prices and inflation higher, banks could raise interest rates sooner than expected. However, some investors do not think that there will be much economic impact from the Russian-Ukrainian conflict. That is all for this episode about the impact of global conflict on the stock market. Thank you so much for listening. You can connect with me on Instagram at Podcast and on Twitter at HerConomicsPod. You can DM me, email me, or comment on any social media posts with questions you might have about today's topic, anything I mentioned at all in this episode, or another business concept that you want to know more about. Thanks for listening to me talk about current events the Herconomics way.